morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, April 22nd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We'll again hear the resurrection story today, but before we get to that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, in the coming to your word and the reading of your word and the hearing of your word, may we be transformed. May we believe even when we do not understand. May we experience you in a new way. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen to the 20th chapter of John's Gospel, verses 1 through 18. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, She bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? And she said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Now supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, what is the best misheard lyric you have ever heard of? So I think Hannah was in fifth or sixth grade. And there was this Bruno Mars song that was really popular called That's What I Like. And the lyric says um, that he likes (laughs) sex by the fire. 
Well, Hannon was in basketball practice and they're blasting the song. And Hannon sings that she likes steaks by the fire. <laughs> like she didn't know. And then she's telling me about it. She's like, I was so embarrassed. And she was quiet for a minute. She goes, but don't steaks by the fire sound really good? It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. Uh, what about you? Um, I don't have one as good as that. The one that I have, it, you know, when you've misheard a lyric for a long time and then you find out other people have also felt that way uh-huh. and it may, like th- that was this one for me there's a taylor swift song honestly i can't even remember what the actual lyric right. is i think it's star-crossed lovers yeah but it sounds exactly like starbucks lovers like everyone everyone <laughs> yeah. is sure I think there were some memes about yeah that there was even. yeah there yeah. was it was like a national movement yeah that, that was sure she was saying starbucks lovers um and I sang that for a long time. And there you go. <laughs> it must be right. But to our scripture, uh, why does it matter that G- Why does it matter that Mary not hold on to Jesus? <laughs> and what are we to make of the simplicity of her testimony? So, I think it's important the "don't hold on to me" because I think we all have this desire to just like make everything stop and make it go back to the way it was. I think what Jesus is saying to her is, um, I'm not going to be with you forever. So don't get excited, Mary. Um, That there is something happening here that she doesn't understand. You know, I can't tell you how many times in my life I've been like, well, I used to do it this way. If I could just get back to doing that. But you can't go back. And so I think what Jesus is saying to her is um, something unimaginable is happening here. So don't hold on to me, but go and tell people I will be ascending to the Father. Another important element is that, um, you know, Jesus ascending to the Father was the requirement for the Holy Spirit to come. Um, which totally makes sense to me. The book of Acts is like the whole story of it is the story of the Holy Spirit in the people of faith. And I think it must have been after Jesus's death and resurrection, it must have been so tempting to want to believe that he was still there, you know, Mm -hmm. to keep looking for him. Mm -hmm. Maybe we got it wrong. Mm -hmm. And so the ascension is going to be incredibly important because it is through the ascension that we aren't left orphaned and that the Holy Spirit has to come in. Um, So there's a lot going on there. I love that again, I would bet Mary understands almost none of this, but she still has a testimony Hmm. that I have seen the Lord is, um, I think, a really powerful testimony. It's the one that I have. I have seen the Lord in my own life um, in a in a way that can never be explained, but I have never doubted. And that's that's her simple testimony, too. What do you think about this? Yeah, I totally agree that. There are, it's not only just moments in our lives, but also I think spiritual moments of our life where we have uh, absolute clarity or uh, maybe on a retreat that you uh, are away from it all and you feel the closeness of God in a way that you never have before and you want to, you know, just stay in that moment forever, um, that you have this, this clarity of the realness of God. Um, and yet you are called to go uh, back into the world. You know, it, I think I talked about this a few weeks ago on the podcast of um, that was that's in the Brothers Karamazov. That is the 
demand of the main character who wants to be in a monastery, wants to be there and pray. Uh, and the, uh, and the head monk says, you need to go out, uh, and love in the world, um, that you've had this experience and now you must go out. Um, and th- that's a terrifying ask. <laughs> that's a terrifying thing, um, to, to go out, to not stay in this one moment in a wider way, you know, that's what the church is called to do. Uh, it's, it's, there is nothing uh, better than coming and gathering and being refreshed uh, and worshiping together. Uh, and then we are to go out um, and, and announce the good news, uh, that that's the second part of it, uh, which Mary does exactly as you say. Uh, she she uh, goes out uh, and, and announces, I have seen Jesus. Um, uh, and I why the that matters uh, and we've talked a little bit about this is you know mary is is literally the first preacher she's literally the first missionary she's literally the first proclaimer of the good news um and and of the risen lord um uh, and i think that matters significantly not just um uh, because she's a woman but also because she wasn't part of the 12 disciples also because you know uh uh, that there are, are stories about, um, you know, there are some debates on if Mary Magdalene is the same as Mary the uh, Mary's um, and Martha, and, Martha. Um, and so there's there's debate on if those are the same people. But regardless, you have this character who's been with Jesus, um, but not in the forefront of all these incredible stories, almost in the background, uh, and yet she is the one who proclaims uh, the most important message first. You know, my grandfather, who hardcore Baptist, right? He used to say, everybody gets saved and they want to be the preacher. But somebody's got to be the deacon. <laughs> and what he meant by that is that his choice was he didn't need to stand in front of everyone. And he didn't need to, you know, have that visible role. But he was going to be the deacon who visited people and did, like, lawn maintenance around the church. And so, you know... Simon Peter is going to, he gives a lot of sermons in Acts Mm -hmm. and his work is incredibly important, Mm -hmm. but equally as important and foundational is a simple testimony of a woman who just says, says, I have seen the Lord. And, and she's the one that tells Simon Peter who goes on to do these things. He, he is first uh, changed to first hears the good news from her. Uh, And, you know, how, how wonderful if we think about uh, in our lives when we go out to, you know, I don't know, be a deacon, to, 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 to love in the world with the love of Christ, uh, that it's all these people in our lives, not just preachers, but grandmothers and grandfathers and secret prayer partners and people who have had these simple testimonies to us all throughout the years if I have seen the Lord. Mm-hmm. I love that. So we'll end with a quote from N.T. Wright, who has written, The resurrection completes the inauguration of God's kingdom. It is the decisive event demonstrating that God's kingdom really has been launched on earth as it is in heaven. The message of Easter is that God's new world has been unveiled in Jesus Christ and that now you're invited to belong to it. Hmm. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, 
to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.